This is Evan Wayne, and welcome to the Sports Weekly Podcast. In this episode, I'll be making my mock draft 2.0. I've changed around some things, and also some things changed due to the Ravens trading Orlando Brown to the Chiefs for the Chiefs' first-round pick, number 31. So that changed a little bit. That was the only pick that changed, at least who's picking at that spot. And also playing around with some different players, different spots, like who's going where, stuff like that. I kind of changed some of that up. So, yeah, this is my mock draft 2.0. So starting off at number one, I got Trevor Lawrence, unsurprisingly. And number two, I got Zach Wilson. Those two are not changing. They are probably not going to change two days till the draft from right now. That's probably not going to change. And number three is where the draft really kind of gets started with the 49ers on the clock. I have him going Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State. Now, the reason I have him taking Trey Lance is because I saw that they're down to Mac Jones and Trey Lance. Why Justin Fields? Why not Justin Fields? I don't know. But I guess they just like Trey Lance better. Maybe he fits the system better. But I think Trey Lance has a lot of upside. And that's Shanahan offense. I think he could be really good. Then at four, I got Atlanta going Kyle Pitts, tight end Florida. The dude's such a game changer that – they don't need to take a quarterback right now. They could wait until next year if they aren't very good next year, which I don't think they're going to be. So they can probably draft a quarterback next year in the draft, whoever they want to. So I think this year they go Kyle Pitts. Then number five to Cincinnati, I got Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. Three night with Joe Burrow. Bengals could go O-line, but I think they'll go with Jamar Chase because I feel like he will thrive in that offense, and he gets to play with Joe Burrow again. So I think that will really help him out too. Then number six, I got Panay Sewell, tackle from Oregon, going to Miami. Miami traded Eric Flowers today, and they're going to kick last year's second-round pick, Robert Hunt, inside to guard. So I think they probably need to go tackle here. So I'm going to say Panay Sewell, Oregon, is the pick here. Then number seven in Detroit, I got Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama. If Sewell doesn't go sixth, I'd be very surprised if he didn't. I think they're going to go – I think they'll go Sewell, but if he's not there, I think they're going to go Jalen Waddle. To give Jared Goff a chance, I think they need to get some receivers just to give him a chance. Then at eight to Carolina, I got Rashawn Slater, tackle Northwestern. Opted out last year. I still think he'll be really good. They could move him inside to guard if they really wanted to because he can also play some guard. Then at nine to Denver, I got Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. This is Drew Locke's last chance in my eyes. Last year did not play well after all the – after all the draft capital they invested last year in weapons for him, it didn't work out. Now, Jerry Judy wasn't very good last year. I think he will be better this year, though. So if Drew Locke can't get it done, I think this is why they get quarterback here. Then at 10 to Dallas, I got Patrick Sertan, corner Alabama. This doesn't change for me. They need a corner badly. They just need anything on defense badly. Could go Kyle Pitts, but I don't think he's falling this far. So I'm going to go Pat Sertan. Then at 11 to New York, I got Devontae Smith, wide receiver, Alabama. They need some receivers there in New York. Actually, they don't need receivers. They just need somebody. They need some more weapons there for Daniel Jones to finally give him a chance. I think they'll go offensive line there in the second round because I feel like that's a little bit better idea to just go offensive line in the second round. And then at 12 to Philly, I got J.C. Horn, corner of South Carolina. I think to get somebody to play alongside Darius Slay, I think J.C. Horn's the perfect guy for the Eagles because he can play really good up in press. He fits their scheme really well now. they got a new defensive coordinator since Jim Schwartz left. So I think I think he'll fit the scheme for the guy they just hired really well. 
Then at 13 to the Chargers, I got Christian Darisaw tackle Virginia Tech. This one kind of feels like a lock to me. I mean, the Chargers, they set themselves. They need to fill a spot of tackle. Well, here's your guy. You can fill it right now. Then at 14 to the Vikings, I got Elijah Vera Tucker guards USC. The Vikings are really weird to me. Like, they've got problems, but they're not doing anything to really address those problems. So I don't know what they're going to do here. And at 15 of the Patriots, I got Mac Jones, quarterback, Alabama. If he doesn't go three, I feel like this is his next best spot. I don't I don't think he'd be very good in Denver if that's where he ended up going. He's not very mobile, and the Broncos' offensive line is not outstanding. It's not terrible, but it's not outstanding. So I think they need to go quarterback here for the Patriots because I don't think Cam Newton's the answer. I don't think Cam Newton's bad, but I don't think he's your guy. So I think they're going to go Mac Jones from Alabama. Then at 16 to Arizona, I got Caleb Farty, Farley, corner of Virginia Tech. Some people are mocking a running back here. That's not going to happen unless they trade back. They're not going to pick a running back at 16 when they have me to fix the defense. Because that was mostly what killed them last year outside of Cliff Kingsbury's play calling. They need to fix the defense. So I think they're going to go Caleb Farley here. Then at 17 of the Raiders, I got Micah Parsons, linebacker, Penn State. Falling to the Raiders, and the Raiders would be absolutely happy to have him. They could go him or JOK. I would be all right with either one here because they're both kind of the same to me. So I think JOK, I think he's I think he's a little bit more athletic than Parsons is, but I think Parsons will be a really good player no matter whether where he plays. And at 18 to Miami, I got Quiddy Pay and Michigan. Miami, they need to address the defense there a little bit. Just traded Shaq Lawson to the Texans, so I think they're going to go end here. I think Pay is the best one available. First edge rusher off the board. It took a long time, but I think this is where it happens. Then at 19 to Washington, I got Jay o- Jeremiah Wosukoromoa, linebacker Notre Dame. He's a top 10 level talent, but I don't. he's not going to go that high just because teams don't really need linebackers, except for the Raiders, which they're going to take Parsons in my opinion. So I think JOK slides to 19. But I think that would be an absolute steal there for the Washington there at 19. Then at 20 to the Bears, I got Greg Newsom, corner Northwestern. Bears released Kyle Fuller. I don't know why, but they did. So I think they're going to fill that need with Greg Newsom. Really polished. Not as good as Pat Sertan, but he's still really good. End of the Colts at 21, I got Rashad Bateman, receiver Minnesota. They're I feel like they'll probably go tackle, but if they don't go tackle, I think it's going to be Rashad Bateman. It's Bateman or Kadarius Toney. I think they're going to go Bateman. Just try to get a bigger body receiver to go next to T.Y. Hill and then Michael Pittman. Then at 22 to the Titans, I got Kadarius Toney, receiver Florida. The Titans, they could either go corner, which I don't think they're going to, because I don't think Asante Samuel here, unless they trade back, is a reach. So I don't think they're going to go corner. I think they'll just take a receiver, and wait till the second round to get some defense. So I think Kadarius Tony here is the pick. And then at 23 to the Jets, I got Tevin Jenkins tackle Oklahoma State. He's a big dude who can just move people out of the way for whoever they have playing running back. I think they'll go running back there in the second round. So whoever they draft there in the second round, I think they'll have a really good tackle there to run behind in Tevin Jenkins. And then at 24 to the Steelers, I got Alex Leatherwood tackle Alabama. They could go running back, but I don't think I don't think they're going to go running back. I think they'll wait it out to the second round. Just hope one of them makes it there. And if not, because you got Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, or Michael Carter, 
or one of the two North Carolina running backs. You go either one, really, in my opinion, and they'll be pretty good. So I think Pittsburgh waits till the second round to get your running back, and I think they address the offensive line and Alex Leatherwood here. Then at 25 to the Jags, I got Trayvon Merrick, safety, TCU. Was the best secondary player in college football last year. I think he's the only safety that comes off the board here in the first round. So I think the Jags do need to address the defense. Could go out of line, but I think most of the good offensive linemen are gone by this point. So I think they'll wait out there in the second round to get a guy. Then at 26 to the Browns, I got Zayvon Collins, linebacker, Tulsa. He weighed in at about 270, so that's really big for an inside linebacker. But if they really wanted to, they could probably kick him outside, have him rush the pass for their own third down if they wanted to. So I think Zayvon Collins would be an all-around good pick there for the Browns. Then at 27 to Baltimore with one of their two first-rounders, I got Jalen Phillips, defensive end, Miami. I think Phillips falls a little bit, and the Vikings don't pick him at 14. I think he's going to fall to 27. Then at 28 to the Saints, we got Asante Samuel Jr., corner, Florida State. Samuel has NFL bloodlines, and I think Sam he's a better tackler than his dad was. I think Asante Samuel Jr. for the Saints is a great pickup. I I don't know why people think they're going to go quarterback. I don't think that's going to happen. Unless they absolutely just move up super high. They, they'd have to jump the Patriots if they want to get a quarterback, which I don't think that's going to happen. So I think they're going to go corner here. Wait till probably second or third round to get a quarterback. Maybe see if they can turn him into some. So I think they'll wait a little bit on quarterback. And then at 29 of the Packers, I got Elijah Moore, receiver Ole Miss. Elijah Moore has been shooting up draft boards, and for good reason. The dude's a stud. I don't know why some people – I feel like he should have been high on draft boards this entire time. I don't know why he wasn't because he's really good. Then at 30 to Buffalo, I got Aziz Ojolari, edge rusher, Georgia. Ojolari, he's probably not going to go till maybe 18, assuming Pay is gone by that point, but I don't think he will be. So I think he slides all the way to Buffalo, which, I mean, that's a pretty good place to be. They need an edge rusher. I think Aziz Ojolari is the guy for them. Then at 31 to Baltimore, I got Terrence Marshall, receiver at LSU. Terrence Marshall has been slipping a little on draft boards. I don't really get why, but he is. So I think he falls here to 31 to the Ravens, but I think the Ravens will be happy to have him. Then to the Buccaneers at 32, Jalen Mayfield, tackle Michigan. Buccaneers don't really need anything, but I think if they do end up not trading this pick, I think they'll go Jalen Mayfield. Just a little bit of O-line insurance. And that's my mock draft 2.0.